the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl, hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of, like, worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> we feel the pain is best served funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. You're probably wondering. Oh, I'm your host, Ala Khaled Moonvez. <laughs> I'm your host, Christine Lakin. Chen. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably wondering why we're sort of whispery, not as loud as of an intro, but we have a new child in town. We have a new guest for mm-hmm. the podcast today. His name is... Baylor, Baylor, bro, which we'll talk about in a second okay. because I wasn't convinced by the name. I'm, it's it's growing on you. It's definitely growing on me. Okay, I just thought that the Oliver was more suitable. You know, it was really honestly we. It was between Oliver and Baylor and um, Theodore. I wouldn't have mind Theodore. I don't maybe mind, even Theodore for a middle name. I don't name. mind Baylor. When you do B on a B name for me, it sounds like they grew up in the sticks of Kentucky. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I have friends, uh, my friends Adam and Kelly Bishman, they have twins. Uh-huh. And it's Brandon and Brayden Bishman. Okay. You know what I mean? So Baylor, bro. It's very Southern. It's like Southern country sticks. I get it. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean... I know, but he, I have to tell you, he came out and I looked at him for six hours and I tried to convince myself he was an Oliver and I just didn't see it. Yeah, well, you should it. have had me. I should have stayed longer then because, uh, by the way, I, w- I, made, yeah. I made the birthing canal. Let's just talk. Let's go back. Let's go back Okay, to let's go September 10th. 10th. Yes, let's go back a week and chat about the labor that Allah was a part of. Correct. Um. I went to the hospital around two, I guess. Yeah, it was about two o'clock. I got there about two thirty ish. I think so. Um, My doctor was not available. Right, so he had a medical emergency. He had a medical emergency. Found out that morning, so his partner was going to be delivering. So I was a little like, "Oh God, okay." It, let's it's hope fine. This is- I, I try to explain to her. It doesn't really matter who's delivering. They come in for the last ten minutes. As long as I'm there, she's good. Is what I try to explain to her. I didn't feel like the nurses this time were Not as, as fun, receptive. Well, here's here's the other issue. You really worked Mary Kay, by the way. Oh, Mary Kay and I. She was a tough cookie at she first. Was a tough cookie at first. Her and she was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yep. And she did not like me at first, but no. I worked that one out real fast. Yeah. Because I'm a manipulator. I, I, like I said, moving around so many times growing up, I've learned to become a chameleon and adapt to whatever situation I'm in. So at that moment, I had to convince myself that I was a fellow nurse. Okay. <laughs> right in my head. So I'm like, what's going to like, how am I going to get in with this woman? Her name was yeah. Mary Kay. Did not like the jokes at first. Of course, I used the Mary Kay pink Cadillac joke to start. Did not like it. Um, And then I moved on and I I got her. Anyways, I got her. My point is, I think the nurses weren't as receptive this time and as calming is because you got that epidural so fast. I wanted you to wait Mm. a little bit longer. So that they would have more to do? More to do, the suffering, the the, the, the moaning, the sweats. Okay, listen to me. Yeah. I'd been having contractions since 8.30, that, actually since 4 that morning, but really 8.30 that morning. I already knew I was getting that epidural. I, my, the cervix, my lemon of a cervix was not a lemon. It opened up. It was, everything was happening. I just didn't see the point in delaying the inevitable. I, I I'm not a hero. There are a lot of women out there, I just want to put this out there, that can do the natural birth and they want to do that. And that's wonderful. I am, I am. Uh, no, one not, want, no one I wants you to be that. a her- hero. I told you. With the first child, you're going to end up getting this epidural. There's just no way. You, I mean, as strong as you are, as athletic as you are, I, I'm like, you're a tiny person. I'm a very tiny person. And your coochie is tight. And, oh, and, oh thank, <laughs> yeah. thank you. And That's that cervix the nicest is, thing yeah. you've ever said So to it's me? like that pushing is not going to be like, uh, uh. uh-uh. So here, but hold on. Okay. The reason I wanted you to do the epidural a little later was for the comic value. I was mm. I was losing a lot of county stuff that because it was just so easy at that point. Well, I'm you know. What Thank can I God say? for your husband. 
Oh God! Well, he's because he, he provided really a whole nother world of comedy. The anxiety that he had. First of all, he had the football game going at the same time, answering questions like, I mean, just it was the whole thing was surreal. Game. I I finally so I'm putting on makeup because I, if I've learned anything from a laugh from last time, he's like, girl, you need a lip. <laughs> They're gonna you're gonna push this baby out and then you're gonna take a picture and you need at least like a lip, an eyebrow, or something. Yeah. So I'm feeling no pain after the epidural, thankfully. Um, and then there's a picture of me putting on makeup and of my husband just like like with an oxygen mask. Yeah. No, he literally stole her oxygen he mask. Not, he was not he was not feeling well. He was pacing throughout the room. He was running out of things to do or say. He couldn't say anything right, of course. Like he didn't know where things were in her bag, which I was like, you should know every like if she says, I need socks, you need to know where the socks are. Not like, well, where'd you put them? They're like they, they're somewhere <laughs> in the bag. There's some, yeah, like, it's just, not that big of a bag. Yeah, just don't ask. Just look in the bag. I think he was really, two things were going on. One, he had a terrible cold. So he felt foggy and not great, A. B, I think because the last birth was so crazy and because she came out looking purple, I think he had that in his head that something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong. And I think until Baylor came out and everything was normal, like he couldn't, he just, he couldn't relax. He worked himself up into a tizzy. One of my favorite moments was him complaining about the smell of your water breaking. So first of all, my water didn't break. I was between like a seven and eight. The doctor comes to check me basically Mm -hmm. and, you know, sticks his hand up there and breaks my water. Doesn't mean to, but the bat barely touches touches me. And I, I heard it go. No, it, and and the and gush. the gush and it was I, so weird. Look, it was here's like a, a movie. here's a little sensory uh, v- visual for you. Imagine like if you have a kiddie pool and you fill it up and then you like pour it like after the kids are done, you pour it on the concrete. That splash. That's what you heard in the room. It was like literally you heard like a. It was like it was yeah, like it was a like wave. It was like crazy. He goes, "Oh God!" It felt like it was straight <laughs> off a foley stage. Like it was like made up. It was so good. Yeah, the water breaking, and then and then Brandon turned white after that moment. He was like pale white. He has a very he has a very sensitive smell. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, it just does. does it smell weird? I didn't know. I didn't it smell weird. anything. Okay, I think he's making this up. I don't know. Anyways, so in the middle of pushing, in the middle. Of pushing. She's women. You know how hard it is to push. And as a doula, I know because I've witnessed it many times. Um, The doctor says to Brandon, are you okay? Do you need to sit down? And of course, Brandon mans up. He goes, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, okay, because you don't look okay. Yeah. They told him like three times to make sure there was a chair behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Or that he had, like, just know that there's a couch behind you in case you need to sit down. Yeah, he was not He was not doing well. Um, but we got the baby out. Everything was fine. It was 15 minutes of pushing. You made your dinner with your cousin. Uh-huh. My cousins were in town from New Orleans. It all worked out. Not the... Not, not the... Waffles. Not waffles in them. Not yeah, the snack, yeah, yeah, the snack girls. Snack, not the, not the wag, Wagyu beef girls. Um <laughs> No, it was my other cousin, Yasmin, who's like the peacemaker of the whole group, but she was in town. Um, so I delivered the child. I hung out with him, got my selfie with the baby, and then went on to downtown LA and had a dinner. And the next morning drove to San Diego to do an immigration, anti uh, the whole separation of the immigration of the immigrations, the border, went there and did that walk two-mile hike to the beach border of Tijuana, thought I was going to the border where the outlet malls are, but I wasn't. I was... It was a whole thing. Oh, God. So did that with the Vera Institute. They're amazing, by the way. You should look them up. And then um, (laughs) went there for one night, came back, and then went to San Francisco. Oh, for the GLAAD Awards. For the GLAAD Awards. How was that? Amazing. was so great, actually. Really tight award ceremony. Um, yeah, Alyssa got an award, and so I was there with her, and it was so much fun. It was, like, really fun. That's great. Um, Javier um, Munoz, I can never say his last name, from Hamilton. Oh, Munez, yeah. 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 He presented the award to Alyssa. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you can see that on her Twitter feed. Uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, so did that and that's it. And then now we have a baby. Your parents left. So you have, now you have children. I have children. I say kids, plural. It's weird. You have children. I know. It's yeah. crazy. So hold on. Baylor B. Bro. Yes. The B stands for my late mother-in-law. Right. Brandon's and I mom. was like totally into giving him a middle name of Barb. Yeah. Brandon wasn't as into that. And it's his mother. Right. So, so I get it. I get it. I so wanted BBB. Him to BBB. Triple B. Yep. Yeah. Look, it's not everybody. Are you going to call tea, him Bay? Yeah, we call him, I think so. Bay, B. It's B A Y or B E Y? B A Y. I don't know where this name came from. It came to me one night when I was pregnant and had to get up at three in the morning and pee. And I was like, Baylor. It just like was like a pop in my head. And then it just was kind of stuck. Well, so. I saw the list of names on the cue cards that she had. Yes. Uh, I, there was one, one of them was Stone. No, that was a drunken, that was not me. That was my husband. I think he got drunk when I used to I had to like, Stone. I had to like ixnay. That was terrible. Lots of names. No offense if your name is Stone. It's really good. No, it, there is us. a lot of offense if your name Stone is Stone. bro. That's like, no. no. Um, what was the other, there was another one that sounded like a weatherman. <laughs> That it was. Stone oh, it was bro. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Stone Bro. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, there's definitely little sleep happening. I feel better today than I did yesterday. Yesterday, I felt like a crazy person. Um, he's a pretty good baby, all things considered. It's my other child who's the insane person. Well, she's got to adjust to a new baby and attention lacking of and she yada really, yada. She has a lot of wants, a lot of needs. And once, yeah, just wants a lot of attention. It's hard. It's really hard to balance both. And I find myself like at the end of my rope very quickly, you know, like this morning she wanted applesauce. She saw me put one in her lunchbox and then she wanted one and we were about to get in the car. Right. I don't really like having applesauce open in the car. Right. Not really my thing. So I said, no, you have one in your lunchbox. We are getting in the car. We're getting in the car. Please put your shoes on. We're getting in the car. And I said it four times, five times. And she went and got one and was like, see, 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 I'm going to open this. I'm going to open this. And I just kept saying, is that mom moment of like, no, we're not doing that right now. The, the other child is screaming. She's saying that over and over. I'm trying to pour my first cup of coffee, even though I've been up for two hours. And I go to put the coffee pot back in the whatever, mm-hmm. the machine. And I just clip the edge of it on the on the counter and it shatters, and hot coffee and glass go all over the kitchen floor. And I almost lost my mind. Did she still get the applesauce? Well, by that point, the applesauce was really very low on the priority list. (laughs) Did she get it? That's the question. Yes, and then I told her, I was like, you need to listen to mommy. Mommy is getting very upset with you. And then she started to cry. And then I had to clean up glass and hot coffee. And then I looked over, and she was just eating applesauce, going, see, see, Mm mm-hmm. Well, there's some good things that are happening that you're going to have to balance a bunch of stuff with, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say what show is coming up for you, but okay. you're- I, I mean, am going back to work in October. Right? Right. Uh, it's not a Hollywood Darlings thing, but you're having no. your- Directorial debut. Say it again. Directorial debut. On a hit network show. On a hit network show. She's directing, guys. I am. I'm very, and I, I got the call the Friday before I had the baby. Is that crazy or That's what? That's crazy. And it's so funny because my agent calls, they're like, so terrible timing, but amazing opportunity. <laughs> um, and they were like, so obviously it's not going to work out. And we know that, you know, you're just having a baby right now, but we'll keep them in the, you know, keep them abreast. And I was like, hold on, hold on. Right. <laughs> Opportunities like this don't just I've been working at this for right. a very long time and they don't just fly by. And I feel like if I don't take this opportunity to do it, I don't know if it's going to come back around. And this could be a career changing moment for right. me. So I talked to Brandon about it and he's like, he's so over supportive, like amazing. He's like, we will figure it out. You know, it's just a couple of weeks. I will pick up the slack. Um, we do have a nanny who we did hire part-time and she can do more hours. So he's like, don't worry about it. Everyone will survive. It will be difficult, but we will all survive. Right. Um, 
So yeah, it's going to be a little crazy. I go back to work in like five weeks, but you know what? A lot of women go back to work in five or six weeks to their corporate jobs. Well, this not is, only that, but it's, it's going to be, I mean, it's Hollywood. So it's going to be a friendly set yeah. so that if you need to go take a break and pump your titties, right? you know, the milk's going to come out. They're going to let you have that milk. Yeah. Otherwise it's, a you know, can you imagine the tweet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, they can't breastfeed shame you. No, they right. definitely can't. They definitely can't. There, that would be a that would probably be a big no no. In fact, it could be a good thing just having the baby because then if you screw up anything, they'll be a little more lenient with you. Let's <laughs> hope I don't screw just it up. Just bring the baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny though because like the first thing that you know after yes, I support you and I want you to do this and this is amazing. The first thing that you and my husband both said was, "Listen, if there's any under five roles." Well, that's Can of course. You just bring me in. Just bring me in. I'll take a co-star. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it though. It's awesome. I mean, you um, are you have you gotten the script? No. I probably won't get it till like the week before. Maybe even it you know, those things they're constantly in rewrites until the up to the moment. I just don't want to be put in a position where I'm reading against your husband because I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, you never know. Um, because I definitely will win. In that war, believe me. <laughs> All right. Um, he did get his haircut yesterday. Thank you, Jesus. I know. He was growing it I out. I thought he was guys. growing it like for the Viking season or something. Was I was happening. like, what's happening? It was just, it was, it was a moment that went on a really long time. And finally yesterday, he's like, oh, I can't stand it anymore. I'm just going to get it cut. And I've told him like, why don't you go get a, you know, a haircut with my girl? She's great. And... He's like, it's so hard to get in there. I'll just go to Floyd's. Every time he does that, he comes back. He's like, I hate my hair. Every time. It's like him in pants. He can't ever find pants that fit him. They're either way too big or way too small. Well, does he try them on? (laughs) Yes. This is the problem. If they fit, Mm -hmm. he says when he sits down, they're like nut crushers. And they they, dig into his stomach and they make him uncomfortable. So he always buys them a size too big. And then he stands up and they're on his hips. And then he's like, look at these pants. They're huge. I'm like, he's not buying the right. What kind of pants? Just like shorts, pants, like khakis. Oh. I don't know. He can't win. Oh, Lord. Um, I do want to, this is not a sponsor, but I do want to um, talk about what I'm drinking. Right. I had a sip. Beef bone broth. Yeah. Did you like it? I didn't, I, I felt like it was missing something. Like Carrots the beef. and meat. <laughs> <laughs> Carrots and a brisket. Yeah, I just was like, I don't get it. I mean, it's like broth. What's the difference between that and regular broth, beef broth? Well, bone broth is made with like the, um, like the marrow. So it has all of right. it. It has, it, it, you drink it for health benefits. Right. Basically. Yeah, and it it's really bad. good after you've had like birth, for instance, because you lose a lot of blood and the beef broth helps rebuild your red blood cells. Which and then you got your placenta pills. I got my placenta pills. Right. It was the small placenta this time, guys. That's what they said. <laughs> Ew, what does that mean? You just had a smaller placenta. He was taking more room, I guess, on the placenta, you know. I guess. His fingers and, uh, have you posted a picture of him yet? Yeah, I have. I want you to zoom in close to his fingers and toes. They're so They're so long. long. It's like, they're like alien. Yeah, especially his toes. I don't know whose toes those are. It's got to be Brandon's side of the family because Brandon's tall. Yeah, but and he looks like Brandon. Oh, I, I was know. like, both my children. I was freaking like out. Husband. I was like going. At it's first, fine. I was like, when he was first born, I was like, oh, he's got Christine's. And then I she, don't know that you can really tell them. First, he's only ten days old. They all are. They're just squishy. Uh, you sort of compared a picture of Brandon around that age, and it was like identical twins. That was Georgia. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Huh. But granted, Georgia looks like Brandon. So, well, J- G- Georgia looks like Brandon's mom. Yeah. Like, so there's a good chance the child will not look like me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We just got to get him in the business. Whatever. <laughs> We're not having a third. So, I well, guess are I you just... sure about that? That's my next question. I mean, you know, it was so easy this time, Christine. I know. If every if every birth was like that, I see why people have multiple children. Right. But I will say, I di- I went through my closet, some of my closet yesterday, and I was like taking out all the you know crazy pregnancy clothes that I never want to see again. Once you've been pregnant, you don't want to wear anything that you wore when you were pregnant because oh, it's to such give a that limited to, me to give to uh, Charlotte. Oh yeah, I've got some stuff I can give to Charlotte. You guys are small. Um but some of it was like from my first pregnancy that was just really anyway. So I'm making like a pile and I'm thinking to myself, mm, 
okay, but there are like three pairs of jeans that are really nice that I would wear again if I did get pregnant again. Like that actually went through it my head. Goes through your head. Goes through your head. Yeah. And then it's I was also like, the shoot, sense memory I- of having it. Like you remember when you wore it, what you look like. Yeah. It's a lot of that. And then I was like, should I save it just in case? No, I'm almost 40. What am I thinking? Well, I'm you not could. having another baby. My birthday's this week. That's right. Sunday. And what the are you going to do? <laughs> well, there's two options. <laughs> So, uh, as we know, this Kavanaugh, the the actual hearing yeah. for the sexual assault, assault charges, allegedly. <laughs> um, I have a seat at the hearing. Shut up. I swear. So, I'll be flying to D.C. on Sunday. You are such a freak. And sitting in the hearing on Monday. Were you like, this is what I want for my birthday? No, I just, it just so happened. I was, no, because... Originally, I had a Monday, the 24th, I was going to the Star is Born premiere. Oh. So now I'm going to miss the Star is Born premiere because I feel like this is history in the making. This is like the new Anita Hill. Well, okay, so yeah. is the Star is Born, but okay. Yeah, but I can watch that anytime. <laughs> I just will miss the gift bag. The gift bag. Oh my God, that's crazy. So you, when are you leaving? If it happens, which I'll know in the next... As this is airing, I will know. I guess uh, we have to know by the weekend, right? They have to know whether it's happening by Friday? No, by tomorrow. Right. Or to, well, it's Thursday here while we're taping, but it'll be right. today right. airing. But uh, yeah. My God. It looks good, actually, that it is going to happen. That's what, uh, Yeah, it looks like it wasn't. Now it's kind of looking like it is again. Kind of. So It's an ultimatum that she's got to now at this point. Wow. Wow. That's exciting. Oh my yeah. gosh, I can't wait for the when you get back. I know. I'm so excited. Talk about it. Um, family news? Family news. Mine? Yeah. You want to update? Yes, I do. So I have reconciled with one of the Waggy Beef Wajiha girls. Okay. Which one? Tam Tam. Tam Tam. So she's now, I can say her name, Tammy. Um, God. Uh, Worst cover ever. I know. Uh, we had it while I was in San Francisco. We hashed it out over the phone, and you Who know, started my, that. Did she call you? She was texting me, and the texts were like getting out of hand, and we were fighting back and forth. And finally, I said, "Listen, you want to call me? Call me. Like I'm not shy about talking to you. Right? I want this. You know, we're family. I want it to work out. But I demand an apology." For what her sister Hambone did by putting uh-huh. that, posting that invitation in our little family group uh-huh. to insult me. Uh-huh. And Hambone's being very um, stubborn. Yeah. As most Hambones are. Um, hey, yeah. they, it's like a dog with a Hambone. Yeah. Stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. Her, so she, Tammy's, Tam Tam's excuse was that she, I was right that she shouldn't have put that in the group and got the cousins involved. It was mm-hmm. the wrong way to do it because I wasn't involved until right. that happened. But apparently I was hurtful to my cousin. I don't know how that would be. I'm very calm and a nice person. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, listen, I retaliated because she got me involved. And in fact, she insulted me. She's like, well, I, I disagreed with what my sister did and she shouldn't have done that but will you please stop? And I said, I won't stop until she sends me an apology or calls me and talks to me about it. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, my sister Hambone feels like you must have always felt this way about our, our family because of what the things you've been saying. I go, no, I've always felt the way I've always felt the same about how your father's being mistreated in a nursing home. I have, I understood why you guys were doing it. I just didn't agree with it. Uh-huh. And this is my opinion. And I go, the shit that I was saying about your sisters and you were all truths. I didn't say anything that was not true. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I, I feel like as long as I'm telling my truth on how you guys are, mm-hmm. then that's that. I mean, that's it. It might sound ugly to you because you're being hurt by it, but it's the truth. So she's, she kept going back and forth. She goes, well, so she thinks that you must have always felt this way about us. So then why would she apologize? And my and then so my excuse was, 
oh, is that, is that, I mean, my statement to her was that's going to be her excuse. Is that not to apologize and do the right thing? Is that to like come up with some other, you know, weird, which is not true because every time I go to New Orleans, I call the whole family together to do one big dinner so that we all see each other. I mean, I have a picture of it. I'll send it to, I'll put it on the Instagram. Every year, every time I come to New Orleans, we do a, everyone brings their own dish. All my cousins get together. We have a great time. I've never, it's never been a tumultuous relationship until this has happened. And so I said, you know, actually, the fact that she posted the invitation in our group about the court thing yeah. means that she must have always resented me because that was for me. And the next day, she apologized to everyone else but me. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe let's turn this around. Maybe she's always had hatred towards me. So anyways, we went back and forth, back and forth. So she heard the last podcast, Tam Tam did, did, about her Disney tickets and Universal tickets. So she sent me, this is the best. (laughs) She sent me her financial statements (laughs) of how, oh yeah, her billing statements of how much they take out every month for the Disney passes and the Universal Studios passes. Wait, they take them out. She's not, it's like a payment plan? It's a payment that? plan because oh, okay. she's a Florida resident. It's like a family oh, payment plan. I was dying. I get this text. Oh, my God. It's the best. She's going to be so angry that I'm putting this up. I don't care. Uh, I love you, Tammy, and I'm glad that we've reconciled. Uh, hold on. Okay, she wrote, she sent me the two statements from her, it looks like a B of A. Uh, bank account statement. Uh, she said, one is a Disney payment, the other is a universal payment. You over-exaggerated my extravagant lifestyle. You added like $700 extra a month. I couldn't help but now to listen to your podcast. I'm not feeling no love when you talk about me or Olives. Oh. <laughs> Olives, is do- Olives is her daughter, which she's innocent in the whole thing. Poor Olive. She's getting married uh, December 16th in Tampa. Um I'm invited, but I ain't going. Right, right, right. I remember. Um, uh, I just saw a missed a FaceTime. Anyway, I accidentally FaceTimed her too. And so, <laughs> so I said, so the Disney passes are seventy one eighty seven a month, and then the Universal is one thirty six forty one. So I, I think when I did the math a month, so when I did the math, I, I think it was like one hundred sixty dollars off. <laughs> But I wrote back saying, my point was, Tammy, Tam Tam, it's money that you could use towards your father's health care. She wrote back saying, um, home care is very expensive and it's not up to us. It's up to our mother, which is the excuse I get every time. It's fine. She Listen, here's the good thing about Tammy, and I'm going to say this straight. That's still, I'm sorry, that's still expensive. That's very expensive. That's, but, like, you know, uh, that's like as much as what my, I pay for car insurance right. every month. Uh, I, I said, the one thing about Tammy is that she's, the. I feel horrible for her because her sisters are bullies. Yeah. Like ham bone and waffles and especially snacks. Snacks is evil. Oh. Um, um, and Waggy Beef, the ringleader. Yeah. Um, she's like... I mean, she's the one with the felonies, right? So allegedly, but I have the actual public report with the felonies, but um, allegedly. Um, they're all like, they bully her and Tammy is like a peacemaker. Yeah. You know, she's, she wants it. She wants all of us to, so she asked me, she goes, please talk to your father to stop this. And I said, unfortunately, Tammy, I tried that with snacks and she shut me down. Hambone got me involved. And until I get an apology and a statement from her saying that she did the wrong thing, uh-huh. I'm not having a conversation with my father about it. You know? Yeah. Why would you? But here's the best part November 4th in New Orleans, Yasmin's daughter, my cousin, she's like a sister to me, she's another peacemaker. Uh, Shayna's getting engaged. So I'm oh. going to see a lot of these women there. Oh, wow. Oh, I have to, listen. Wait, they know she knows she's getting engaged. Yeah, yeah, she's getting engaged uh, November 4th. But her daughter knows she's getting engaged. It's not a surprise. Why would her daughter not know she was getting... Her daughter's getting engaged. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. daughter. Does yeah. the daughter know that she's getting proposed to? 
Oh, no. See how we do Oh, see, Americans. Sorry. Uh, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course. It's an engagement party. Uh, oh, oh. No, so what happens is, is that um, like a couple months ago, the guy saw Shayna. I know this is like sounds very untraditional for Americans, but this is how it works for us. Because okay. we just, there's no dating oh, and the whole bit. Okay. There's a donk. Is there a donkey involved? No, but it used to be where you get a cow and a sheep and the whole right. bit, right? But they've you, that sense has well, gone we're away. American and okay. that, at right. that point. So okay. he saw her. He's from a really good family that's married to um, uh, some family friends of ours that are in, married to his family and yada yada. So we know okay. the family. He's the youngest of all their kids in the family. Okay. He saw her at some some party or graduation engagement something and asked who she was and then actually lived very close together. And so he wanted to get to know her. In order to get to know someone before you get married, you have to get engaged religiously. What? Yeah. So hold on. This is how it works. Okay. So they'll come over, his family will come over and say, hey, my son's interested in your daughter. Basically interested in dating. Is right. Pretty much. Okay. Interested in your daughter, yada, yada. What do you think? And she liked him too. When okay. She, so she, her father was going, um, Yasmin's husband and Yasser was going to Brazil for a couple months. He goes, if my, bo- let's let them talk and stuff on the phone. And, you know, if my daughter's still interested when I get back from Brazil a couple months later, then we can talk about. Them being engaged. Get them being engaged. This is such a normal thing, actually. So okay. don't freak out. Your face is saying a lot. I just so it's just fascinating to yeah. me. It's well, just now that I'm got George's godfather, this is how we're getting her married. <laughs> um, so wait, let me ask. So then okay. they get engaged. You have a party. Yes. Well, is first, it like a what they do party. Yeah. So what they'll first do is they'll do religiously. The the it's called the tulba. So they read the fatah. Like with the Quran and the Sheikh and okay. the whole bit, okay. the two families get together and that means that they can, so then that gives them permission to hang out with each other because in our religion, they're sort of already married okay. without being married, right? Okay. Like promise rings. So, yeah. So like a promise ring. It doesn't mean that they have to get married. It just means that now they can religiously, they've been accepted by God to see each other and to then, date. and to get married eventually. So they're having an engagement party for the family and friends after the tulba, just a couple of weeks later in November. And then I, she probably won't get married for a couple, like a year or two after that. So these parties, are are we talking, is this like in the nature of like a, like a quinceanera? Like how much money goes into these parties? Well, the, 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 Man's family pays for it, so we don't. Is it a big thing though? Or it'll is be it like a potluck at somebody's house. No, no, it's going to be at like this. Will be at like a, at a hall. Oh, not, okay. Not, usually, our weddings are about five hundred people, right? In like a hotel right. banquet hall, whatever. This will be at like a regular freestanding hall where they'll have a catered, and it'll be some music. It's big. I mean, that's a big. Yeah, deal. it'll probably be at like a hundred to two hundred people Especially at the just most for two people who have never really dated. Right, but they're getting to know each other. Well, as an engagement gift. Uh-huh. I got them um, Beyonce tickets. Yeah, oh my through God. my brother. Nice. I mean, it's to see my brother. And so I got them like in the club floor and they had like oh free God, food amazing. and drinks and the whole bit. And yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so wait. How many, is it likely two people get engaged, right? Yeah. Then they start to get to know one another. Okay. Right. They're dating, whatever. Right. They are at that point not allowed to see anybody else. They can't get engaged to anybody else as well, correct? Oh yeah. No way. Okay. I've just yeah. I don't know. And then <laughs> is it common that you'll get engaged and then break off the engagement? Is that common? No, it's not common, but it happens. Okay. In other words, like things might happen during that that they go, this isn't the right person for me. And right. one or the other, it it's it can be shameful, like they can be shamed on, uh-huh. but nowadays, like it happens more often than it doesn't. Right. You know, so yeah, it's fine. If if after they got engaged in like say like February, she's like, I can't, this, he's just not right, or she, he says she's just not right. It's there's gonna be like some hatred between right. the family at oh, first or whatever okay. because it was like a lot of time invested. I mean, for them. Um, <laughs> We like to get them married young. The thing is, with especially with girls, this sounds horrible. But, you know, 
Arabs are very scared that their kids are going to run off and do the wrong thing. So in their head, whatever, find someone outside of their culture or religion or, I mean, it's just a tradition. It's very homogenous. It is. It's a very traditional thing. The problem is, is that more things are being expanded to our culture. In other words, a lot more girls are going to college. A lot more girls are living, you know, living away from home. And not so getting engaged at 16. Right. Not getting engaged. At, she's not 16. She's oh, in her she, 20s. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I met the guy via FaceTime. Uh-huh. Very nice kid. Let me ask you another question. Go ahead. Okay. Um, when you are technically engaged, are you allowed to have sex? No. Do people have sex? They might. And not know it, but see, you have to remember, we show the sheets. You show the sheets. Oh, I mean, they can. The mother, the mother-in-law, his mother can ask to see the sheets after the wedding night to see if she lost her virginity. But not everybody bleeds the first time they have right. sex. But so they have to come up with some excuse. Like, for instance, I've heard every excuse of like, oh, my daughter was in gymnastics oh, or God. my daughter fell on, on a you know, horse. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's that excuse too. This is crazy. Welcome to the Khaled family. Okay, let me ask you another question. Say- Go ahead. Hypothetical. Uh-huh. You brought me home. Right. And you were like- White girl. This is just, this is, this is just a match made in heaven, guys. Yeah. Like, would, would your family disown you over something like that? No, but we'd have to get married. We'd have to get married. Yeah, like, like there's right no. Away? Yeah, like there's no. Like for instance, like there's what, no like dating. Like my brother is engaged to his fiance, who is not Middle Eastern or whatever. Okay. My brother sort of has some leniency because he is who he is, right? Right. Had he not been DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, it would be like he'd be talked about in the family, in the family outside the family. You name it. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Have you ever been engaged? Um, Yasmin and I were supposed to get married. <laughs> we were forced to. And then I went to college in New York and I was like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> She's like my sister. <laughs> She's like my sister. And she felt the same way? Yeah, more than me. She was not. She was like, this is, is cool. Like, we're good. And was the family- No, no, no. She wanted to. Oh, she wanted to get yeah, engaged. Yeah, yeah. I broke her heart. Oh. But I'm really good friends with her husband now. Her kids are like my own children. Yeah. Like. Like, you know, like, I love her kids. I love her. I love her husband, her whole family. She's, you know, a genuine, nice person. But we literally, her brother lived with my family for like three, four years. Like, we took care of him too. Um, Is this the one I met? This is Joya Jewelry? Joya Jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. She comes out here and we buy for her store. And uh, we go downtown to a place called Joya, which is amazing. It's like a mecca of... All kinds of wholesale jewelry, and Allah and Yasmin took me once, and I nearly lost my mind. It was, it was during your wedding time, so you it was got so fun. Yeah, got all the all the gifts. Do we have to things. go back during the holidays? Oh, we have to. But yeah, wow. so that's going on. Okay, so, so, so I'm going to see that. One of my point is, I'm going to see the waggy beef girls. Okay, that's the point. <laughs> but I'm getting so much more out of that story. Yeah. Um, that's. I mean, crazy. it could be an all-out war. I've prepared a speech for the engagement party about family. Oh, geez. That oh if God. I have a couple drinks, even though I'm not supposed to be drinking, but I might sneak in a flask. If I have a couple drinks, that microphone might be taken over by one of my historical speeches. Oh, geez. Um, You're like the Thomas Ravenel of your group. A hundred percent. You like, like to get people together and then just tell them what you think of them. Correct. So there's going to be, there might be, depending on how that evening goes, I have a speech ready. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a very family-oriented speech. Um, I might bring some sort of lighting. Lighting? <laughs> For just like pointing out people. Like a pointer? Like a laser pointer? Like a big flashlight that like <laughs> spotlights on them like individually. Oh yeah. I have things in my head. A mag light. I ha- I have, yeah, I have like things in my head. Of you how should hire some dancers. I would be amazing. Some backup dancers just well, to like. What if I got a lyrical dancer to tell our family story? I would love it. I would love nothing more, quite honestly. Nothing more. That would make me so happy. Yeah, Hambone, if you're listening, I'm still waiting for your call. <laughs> still waiting for your call, Hambone. Be, just be ready. A laser pointer might be in your future. <laughs> uh, Waffles has been completely silent. I wished her a happy birthday. 
And she didn't say anything? Um, she, because after I did it all in the group, all the other cousins, and right. she wrote, thank you guys, I love you all. And I wrote back, all question mark she goes yes i love all my cousins i go how weird because when i text you separately it's complete silence so i'm not sure what to think wow and then nothing and then nothing um let me see that's that's cold that's cold yeah i I wrote a i wrote a whole thing that i have it in my notes i'm waiting to send today to them uh so i call my um Group uh, uh, Marhaba in Arabic means hello. It's uh-huh. an old school way. It's an old school way of saying hello. So I call my every time I answer the phone with one of the cousins, say Marhaba Enterprises, or if like Yasmin always calls me for like to help her book travel and stuff. Yeah. So I'll be like Marhaba Travel. Got or, it. Um, if I'm investigating something that's going on in the family, I call it <laughs> Marhaba Investigations. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. So um, this was. Uh, I said, as promised, here's the latest Marhaba news with the uh, waggy, waggy Beef Girls, uh-huh. except for Tammy. Because now it's going to be the Waggy Beef Girls, except Tammy, because we've it. made up. Right. So I have to exclude her. Sure. And it says, I, I got another text from Tammy yesterday in desperation to help stop court proceedings and to make family peace, which I wish I could do and would if one person took responsibility for her actions. The one thing I love about Tammy is, of all the sisters in her family, she is loving and caring and a peacemaker, much like myself, had the invitation not been posted to the group, of course, by her sister, Hamba. I again explained to Tammy at this time that would... At this time, that would not be possible due to the lack of responsibility Hambone has taken for her actions. I have made peace with Tammy because she admitted that her sister, Hambone, should not have gotten everyone involved by posting the invitation. Tammy continues to defend Hambone as she should since they are sisters. And I not only get that, I respect that. But to use the excuses that Ham, that Hambone is feeding her, like, Allah must have always had hatred for us and finally he is showing his true colors, is pretty ridiculous. You see, I could use the same excuse for Hambone. Hambone must have always resented me, therefore she posted an invitation and then the very next day apologized to all my cousins, except for me, for getting us involved. See how that works? Also, our father's care is not up to us. It's up to my mother. That doesn't work for me either. The facts are this. Had Hambone never posted that, we would be in a good place with each other. I'm not saying that our parents would be okay, but we would have. But to make me sound like I never cared about my cousins is not only insulting, but a poor, desperate ploy and excuse to not do the right thing. With this latest update, I again want everyone to know that Tammy and I have resolved our personal issues. This doesn't mean we agree on everything, but we are in a good place. So the Waggy Beef Girls can please... So if the Waggy Beef Girls, please don't bully Tammy. She is her own person and has made her peace with me. Love you, cuz. And then at the same time, she was texting me the... um, Bank statements. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I haven't posted this yet to our group yet. I was saving it. Um, I said new update that just happened minutes ago. Tammy has clarified that in my podcast, I declared that I overstated <laughs> the amount of she spends on Disney and Universal passes by seven hundred bucks. It's seventy-two dollars a month, and a Universal pass is one hundred thirty-six a month. Sorry for getting the numbers wrong. I am formally apologizing in front of the group that Tam- Tammy, my Tammy, my bad, cuz. Oh, my God. Her Disney and Universal passes were cheaper than I insinuated. I will look at both theme parks' website later to verify pricing and make <laughs> and make a retraction on my podcast with with apology and with my apology for the mistake. This is ridiculous. It's hilarious. No one. This is a reality show. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No I offense. I know. Um, she was so upset that I misquoted the number. And I was like, <laughs> I think you're missing the point. The point is, instead of going to Disney and spending that money and tell me how expensive healthcare is for your father, why not like gather, put a, put a little nest egg? Let me tell you something. It's not, just, it's not just the passes. My friend Katie works at Disney yeah. and sometimes gets us in for free, which yeah. is 
you know how cheap I am, what? is the only way I will go to Disney well, World. Well, yeah. Disneyland. Um, but even when you go for free, you still spend like $200. Oh, easy. Do you know how much a pretzel is? Oh, the turkey leg? $10 for a pretzel, guys. $10. Yeah. And they go to like resorts and stuff too on top of it. It's, so I'm just oh, saying. Oh, yeah. No, no. Just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, it's your money. You can do whatever right. you want. Right. I'm just saying my you're missing my point of why yeah. I brought it up. It's right. like- Mm, you need this to is, sort of like. This is when I'm glad I'm an only child. Yeah, it's I like just, it's like Tuna has a lot of kids, but does she need nine bedrooms? Well, yeah. And if you do have it, great, but don't justify that your father's healthcare is too expensive. Right. Oh god. You know, it's a mess. Oh, it's a mess. Waffles is in New York right now. On vacation. On vacation. Now Waffles doesn't have a lot of money, but she works hard. I don't, yeah. You know, I'm going to give her that. Okay. And I used to talk to her every day at her job. Like, you know, we were really close. That's that's what I'm most heard about is the waffles. Mm. I could use a little waffles. <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't ain't no waffles anytime soon, girl. Oh, no. Hell no. I'm sticking with the Tam Tams right now. <laughs> um, well, I will have, I think I will have some updates uh, next week on my other show. We should be hearing pretty soon. Oh, for Hollywood for Darlings. Darlings. Yeah, we've been a little bit delayed um, because our show is on a network that is co-owned by CBS. And if you follow the news in entertainment, there has been a little bit of... Um, shake up? Just a bit of shake up at CBS, been some investigations. But does that involve that network? Yeah, because they can't get their budget approved... Got it. ...until they have a board meeting and the board was sort of... Right. Unencumbered with right. other investigations. Right. Um, By the way, so. I watched, you watched, or you're not watching Big Brother this season. I didn't watch Big Brother. It's so good. It is so, so Julie's good. Julie's staying season. on the Big Brother. Julie's staying on the, the Big talk. Brother, but she left the talk. But now she signs off every time that she's on Big Brother, Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> she does? Yes, it's new. She started, she started last Thursday. And she, at the end, she goes, this Why? is Big Brother. And, this, and she goes, tune in next week to Big Brother. This is Julie Chen Moonves to show support for her husband. So yesterday or on Tuesday night, she, they did a live eviction um, mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. Usually, or was no, Wednesday night, sorry. I don't know. My days are all screwed up from the traveling. On Wednesday night, they did a live eviction special. She was on because right. she's not on any other jobs. This is now her only job. And uh, she said, hi, this is Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> so she's continuing with it. So uh, I'm, from now on, I am a La Khaled Moonves. Oh my gosh. That's, that's a little, I don't know. It's a little bizarre to me. I think she's just showing that. She's staying with him. Well, but do you have to, I mean, she never used her last name before she was supporting Right, her but husband. she's making a point because everyone's speculating whether she was uh, going to. Leave or something. Right. And so she's just, it's her way of saying, it's her statement without I giving see. a statement. I got it. Okay. You know, did you watch her statement a, to leave the talk? Long, it's, a, it's a long name. And it's just so weird that they put Carrie Ananaba. On the talk? Yeah. That's that's okay. She's sitting in her chair and in her goodbye statement she says to my Asian sister <laughs> Carrie Ann Anaba. Oh, you got to watch it. It's crazy. But I don't know if Carrie Ann is an actual I don't know if she's like just the replacement re- for now. Like for now or if she's actually replacing her. It's all crazy. Know. I don't really I'll be honest with you, I don't really watch the talk. I watch it every now and then. Just to compare it, you know. I'm Although st- when I was in the hospital um, with Baylor, I, I did happen to turn it on and Jody was on. So I did get oh, to yay. Jody, yeah. Did, uh, speaking of Baylor, uh, can we yeah. ask this question? And you don't the have circumcision? to- circumcision? Yes. We, we went ahead with the circumcision. Thank you all for your emails and, um, you know, um, kind Instagram comments on my, my son's penis. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, we went through with it and it was, so they said to us- Well, the, your replacement doctor happened to be a moil. My, yes, my replacement doctor happened to be a moil. He did not really have the bedside manner that my doctor has. That's which, okay, you it know, happens. It's fine. 
anyway, he said, they said, do you want to be involved? Do you want to come and watch the circumcision? And I was like, I really don't. Am I a horrible mother? I don't want to, I think it's going to scar me. And Brandon was like, I'm good. So he wheeled him away. <laughs> Brandon he, couldn't take your birth. Do you think you're going to watch him cut his penis? Please, there was no oxygen back there. <laughs> yeah. So then they wheel him away. The doctor comes back in five minutes later and he's like, okay guys, so um, a couple things uh, you need to know. And Brandon's like, hold on, have you done it already? He's like, yeah. I do have other patients, you know. Oh my god, it's amazing. We were both like, oh, okay, yep, mm-hmm, yep, yeah. okay. Um, and so, do you get to just, keep the foreskin? Ew, gross. No, you don't turn into a necklace or Ugh. no a ring. They kept, they kept asking us though if we wanted <laughs> a to pinky keep, ring, a toe ring. They kept asking if they wanted to keep like the, you know, when they cut the cord and then they like bind it, the umbilical cord. Yeah, yeah. Some people do that. Yeah, they kept asking us if we wanted it, and we were like, no, we're good on that. I don't know. I'm not, what am I going to do with it? Where am I going to put it? I don't know. It gets weird. Anyway, whatever. Okay. So, um, and then, yeah, he was like telling us like about how to, you know, clip it in this and that and Mm. keep it clean and blah, blah, blah. Um, So I think we've made the right decision. I I, I don't know. It was all very dramatic looking at it with the gauze and all of that, but now it seems fine. It just takes a minute. It's, I you think did it's whatever fine. you wanted to do, and that's what it counts. I will say this child is, I've never seen a child poop more. He's a pooper. He's he was, I was here the pooper. other day. I think he was like maybe three days old. Oh, God. And he was like, there was poop flying everywhere. It was, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So at least we know his digestive system works. Yeah. So on that note, I'm going to need you to change a couple diapers because I have a feeling this guy is uh, ready. I'm good. Uh, Anyways, let's sign off here. Make sure you stop by our um, worsteverpodcast.com merch store. Yeah, worsteverpodcast.com. Get yourself a t-shirt or a hat. Or whatever we have up there. But (laughs) what I'm saying to you is just do it and then post the picture and tag us. Yeah. Um, Some people have bought things and I need to know who you are. Yeah, we want to, because we want to give you shout outs on air. Yes. So tag us, post the picture of you in the merch and let us give you a shout out. Um, Also, we've postponed episodes because of the delivery of the baby. So what you might hear with Stacey Keenan might sound a little bit. um, We did that a couple weeks ago. So we're doing some stuff out of order. Yeah, we're doing stuff out of order. So it sounds like it might be dated, but it's. It's not, especially with my family stuff, uh, but it's a hilarious episode and that's coming up. And then also we have Joey Fatone coming up and that's a really funny episode. Yes, Joey yeah. Fatone. Um, we'll have more updates with Nicole Tom and Alana Uback, um and a couple other surprise guests. So stay yes. tuned. Uh, you can find me on all social at Yo Lakin. You can find me at Alec Led. Don't ask. And worst ever podcast at worst ever podcast and worst ever PC. And Rob, how do we find you? At Para P E R A on Twitter. At, at Para. Para. That's it. Okay. That's so boring. That's Rob. Rob. That's Rob. Um, and He's you can so email. Us, you can <laughs> email us at worst ever podcast at gmail Well, Allah, thank you so much for being there uh, inside my birth canal. It was you're welcome. Truly an experience, like always. And uh, we have a couple of videos that you took. Those might a few of them might get released onto the Instagram. So perfect. Um, stay tuned for that. All right, have a great week, and we'll listen to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.